When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Screen Talk, a New Wires Weekly Movie Podcast. I'm Eric Cohn, joined as always by Ann Thompson at the very last episode before the Oscar nominations come out. Always a fine time to look ahead and, and see where we're at. We've got Sundance behind us. We've got the BAFTA nominations behind us. So much information to take into account. And Ann, you obviously have it all figured out. So I'm just going to turn it over to you to explain how the BAFTAs tell us 100% What's going to happen on Tuesday morning? Take I it wish. away. I only wish. They used to be they used to be more um, predictive. The winners are predictive. You know, if you if you win that comes that, later. Uh, that then, you know, if you're Nomadland and you win director and picture and and actress, uh, that did repeat uh, at the Oscars and a lot of the That was an easy call. I mean, ultimately, that yeah. one was dominating. This one it seems seems like my, my immediate reaction, and, and, and I'd love to hear you dig into this more, is that we're seeing a lot of really specific snubs here that could inform what we see on Tuesday or not. But certainly in the acting categories, uh, well, I was looking at those. The thing realize about that is that they have a jury system. So in the old days, you, you could you could say, oh, these are the BAFTA voters. This is what the BAFTA voters think. This is what's gaining heat, and this is what's losing heat. Here they have in the acting categories and in the directing category, not the best film category or the crafts or screenplay, but, but in these categories, they have juries to make sure that they are inclusive. And they throw things out, and they put other things in. Like Kristen exactly Stewart. Let's were. talk about Kristen Stewart well, once know. again. We can assume probably safely that Olivia Coleman, they they just they love her, threw her out. <laughs> but Lady Gaga is there. Uh, she's at the top of that chart, and and she'll win, I think, at the at the Baftas. Uh, so anyway, so okay, so I have to go back. It's like to me, so it's what like that means is that you can't use them. You can't say that somebody got left out, and that means they're weak. It, they could have been in and they, they you think replaced by someone but, else but something like olivia coleman it's like well she it's not that like they don't like her over there but maybe she's too obvious or something or because of white. the mm. but what about uh, penelope I don't know cruz how they think. let's talk about penelope cruz what she, happened she there even on the long list shocking there was a long list that she didn't get on Everybody was on the long list. Everybody and their mother was on the long list. So, so you, you, here's the thing. It's so tempting. It's so tempting to say, oh my God, Lady Gaga got SAG and she got a globe and she got uh, a critic's choice and she got a win. So she's going to win. It isn't like that with the Oscars. I mean, and there are so many examples of people. I mean, she's going to get nominated. Obviously, she has wind in her sails. She has momentum. We always talk about momentum. That's all good. But it doesn't mean she's going to, you know, she could win the BAFTA and because she's obviously the strongest contender at this point. 
and and she could get up there and give a really good speech that gets uh, circulated on social media, or she could give a really bad speech. I mean, if she goes and, on and really long, rang on her. Yeah, it will be in the voting. Uh, window the the uh, the baftas are, are well the oscar voters are voting for for the final for the i was shocked to see you quoted in an, in an fyc ad for uh, house of gucci around jared leto uh, yeah, carefully not, worded carefully worded. You, you weren't saying you loved the movie you just said no. he was an oscar contender <laughs> no, but but it's man that, that campaign keeps moving along <laughs> i had the advantage really of seeing that one in a theater right with an audience, an audience full of SAG members and Academy actors and stuff. Yeah. And so I understood in a deeply felt way how much actors responded to those two people specifically. And I have not been wrong. They've been doing really well ever since. Yeah, the reality check, man, it, it hurts. I watched a Jackass movie. I can talk about that later, but it it feels like you're one of those people getting punched in the balls sometimes when you get, you, you, you want to believe that the movies that you're most passionate about are the ones that rise up. And then these other ones are obviously not going anywhere. And I know every time that that's not the full equation. If but, you look uh, at House of Gucci, it is not getting anywhere in any other arena except actors. There, it is dead in the water everywhere. It's not a best picture contender. It's 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 not, and it's it's not even a craft contender in any place except uh, costumes, and maybe uh, a set decorating thing. I mean, it's it's not. It's not getting it. So, so you can see that I knew it was the actors that supported House of Gucci, and and it still is. That, but it doesn't have support anywhere else, right? So, so you have uh, the movies that are going to be in the Oscar race have support in many, many. Here, here, I'll show you this. This, there's this guy named I think his name is Mark Johnson. He's one of the people on Twitter who covers. Who, I mean, he can't, he covers Oscar stuff. He has created a chart. Wow. So if you're just listening, this, this is, is a so very helpful. complex looking chart. So Lots of if I, yellow if I sometimes columns. forget something or get it wrong, I can check. I can check this chart. All right. So what, what is that chart really doing for you? So if psychologically, you, it's driving you nuts. If you look at the chart, you'll see that the, the yellows are it looks like a wordle. <laughs> that are actually I know. It looks like wordle. They're the ones where where the movie has actually scored across the board right and so you okay. have belfast and you've got the power of the dog and you've got dune hey i'm reading reverse i'm doing well i can that's read. impressive yeah I, I have it really is a zoom, zoom is screwing with your head and you're doing it you, you know? also know this stuff well because you've been following it no, i mean no i know i know i know which ones are doing well with the crafts and you know which ones didn't get wga you know because they weren't eligible or, or whatever it is that's the that's the purple ones on there um but, well, if you can't see it, and bottom the line with this chart, are the winds, are right? So the bottom line with this chart, globes. Those are not right. Globes. Not a lot of green because not a lot of, not a lot of uh, winds of for anybody right. yet. But like what you see there is very clearly in, like in the colors show you what's really doing yes, well. It shows you because because e there's overlap. So what do the BAFTAs mean? There's overlap between the British members of the Academy, wherever they live they can be members of BAFTA and other people who are in the BAFTAs who aren't British even, but there's an overlap uh, who, uh, and, and, and there, there's about 650, um, uh, members of the Academy who are British. And then half of those are probably BAFTA members. So, so it's, it's significant. That's a significant block. That's the yeah. biggest international block that there is.
of all, all right, so the international voters that everybody's always talking about as if they're one solid block. They're not. They break down into lots of different areas and and different some of them are craft voters some of them are writers some of them are are actors you know but it's telling so let's look at the the movies that got the most BAFTA nominated so you have Dune and you have Power of the Dog and then you have Belfast right that's what I was looking at that chart there yeah and you can see the colors building up there I mean Belfast we thought oh it kind of was losing some momentum but it still very much seems to be a movie that is in the conversation this, alongside this these bigger ones. This is all the different guild awards. Mm-hmm. This isn't the, the Baptist is just one of these. Right. One of these char- little. Right. But Belfast it continues to do quite well across the board. Right. I mean, it, we don't see. Belfast has, Belfast has weaknesses, Eric. Belfast. Well, yeah. Has... Like I'm not a huge fan of it, but let's be honest. I mean, vote, Academy, I don't hate it's it. Crowd pleaser. But it, yeah, it's, it, it's doing well. It appeals to a more mainstream voter. It's an accessible movie, but it isn't getting, uh, it didn't get ADG. Neither did Power of the Dog, which I was shocked by, actually. ADG is the art director's guild. Right. That is very odd. And the, I found that very competitive odd. competitive year. And the one that that is also missing some things, uh, West Side Story. West Side Story didn't get SAG Ensemble. It didn't get the editing award uh, nomination. We're talking about nominations here. Yeah, for a movie that's so clearly put that in your face. Yeah. Right. And it didn't get ASC and neither BAFTA didn't give it cinematography either, which Strange. is a significant thing. Well, it might go back to that argument you were making before that some people would just have like a philosophical problem with Spielberg making this movie or something like that. Rather than also, that craft itself. I think a lot of people think of Janusz Kaminski as having a very old fashioned kind of approach to lighting and, and cinematography. Mm. I, I think he's one of the most gifted cinematographers who ever lived but there is something there that that may be going on. No, meanwhile, Dune though did Dune better than like, all of them. Dune is missing, and it's totally predictable for a fantasy sci-fi kind of movie like um, Lord of the Rings. It's missing acting. It's missing yeah. tag. That's yeah. what it's missing, and and it's not gonna. It's never gonna get any acting, but it doesn't need it. It it it's so, and they left Villeneuve off of the directing thing. But remember, that's one of the jury ones at BAFTA. It doesn't mean anything. The mm-hmm. DGA five, which I misrepresented last week because I got a little confused. The DGA five are, I will read them out so that I don't mess it up. Belfast, Power of the Dog, Dune, Licorice Pizza, and West Side Story. The truth of the matter on Oscar morning. Ignore the Baftas; they're irrelevant here. Um, truth time on Oscar morning. Um, Spielberg or I think Branna could be replaced by someone else, either Adam McKay, who I understand was close, or um, you could have uh, you could have someone like uh, Hamaguchi, Hamaguchi, who got Hamaguchi. in with the BAFTA people. He, he did wild. well with the BAFTA people. Yeah. So, so or Hamaguchi. Almodovar, right? They like Almodovar still, or are we, are we not even... You know what's interesting about that is they do love Almodovar, and they've nominated him in the past, and he's not up yeah. for... Um, foreign language, uh, you know, international. Right. Uh, so I, I am, I, I know people are catching up. One of the things people need to realize is that a lot of the Oscar voters still haven't seen all the movies. You and I are They've so done, they voted. Ahead. It's happened. The ones Your deadline is passed. The ones who saw the movies voted. Yeah. There so are a lot of people saying? who haven't voted yet. Right, right. We're only going to vote for the final. After. Right, right. Oh, you mean for in these big categories. Right, right, right. Yeah. A lot of people right. are catching up still. 
And and Pedro Almodovar is a movie they're catching up with. Remember, most recently viewed is sometimes an advantage. It worked for Sony Pictures Classics last year with the father. Oh my gosh, it, it certainly did. Again, you know? Yeah, but this would be a much happier coup, I think, for a lot of I would, people. I think they'd be thrilled. Not that Hopkins was terrible in The Father, but there was that whole Chadwick Boseman thing was just bad media. This wouldn't necessarily have the same no, kind the of thing, thing around the it. The thing I realized at the end of the day uh, last year when I looked up, uh, I realized that there was a lot of, there were a lot of Academy voters who didn't didn't like at all um ma rainey's black bottom and yeah didn't, and didn't it was there it was kind of there all along. one night in miami yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. both of them very theatrical very yeah. artificial stylized kind of kind of films um with good performances but they they didn't win in the end it's very it was an interesting yeah it was definitely one of those things where you had the optics versus the reality that's right it was just very easy to look at the optics that's right. Um, and so that, but, but the way it unfolded in live TV and stuff also added to the fray, you know, and um, I'm sure there's something like that going on this year with some category. So well, we're, I'm curious you know, it always happens. to see what happens with Don't Look Up because Don't Look Up is this incredibly popular movie. They've even got Bong Joon Ho, you know, promoting it. You know, that, that's the big trend this year is getting all the stands out there to get George Miller to support Asghar Farhadi yeah. and and uh, you know the different uh, people sort of uh, pushing for each other. So Don't Look Up, I find fascinating because it's so popular and it keeps doing well. It did well. Uh, with BAFTA as well. It was one of the best films. So the best film category was not affected by juries, right? Right. The West Side Story got left off of that list. Yeah, that's not and a good sign. And Don't Look Up made it. And uh, the, the sort of long shot possibility for the top 10 for best picture, um, which is the James Bond movie, landed in best british film no time to die i i'm talking to a lot of academy members who filled out their ballots and had a tough time uh coming up with 10. And when well you're in they should watch more movies I My God. know, Eric. No, but no, you'd Still be happy to hear. I have friends who put in Drive My Car and A Hero and, and you know, Flea and Be Better. Favorite and, and, uh, and, and Summer of Soul. I mean, these yeah. are very popular movies. I know they are. Yeah. Um, you see and, these movies and it's like, well, why not put them in that category? I mean, it's, it's been a really good year. I mean, if, if you watched all of the international shortlist, You've got plenty to work with across many categories. Not everybody has done that. So I'm going to say that Tick, Tick, Boom and Being the Ricardos and maybe No Time to Die are the ones that are going to bring up the rear. Well, and there's been some really good campaigning. And maybe Nightmare Alley and Lost Daughter are are sort of hanging out. It's about that. I mean, certainly Nightmare Alley was given the... That and West Side Story were commercially unsuccessful, and there were big stories about how, how unsuccessful they were. I wonder. Yeah, my how instinct that has, is that uh, Nightmare Alley—they're going to be singing the crafts on that one. Hmm. Yeah, um, we well, can just no time to every die still also. is beautiful, That's and yeah, no time to die movie. is like a similar thing to Dune in that sense. So, all right, so why don't we go from there? Okay. So okay, some Oscar. Yeah. Some of the Oscar. You're going to do this in more detail over the yeah, people yeah. should know. There's more Here's, coming. Yeah. But. So I'm working. I, I just want to be. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to lay this out very transparently. This is an imperfect read 
because I still have a lot of homework to do where I really dig down and figure out each nomination for the final, final version uh, that will come out this weekend. I'm really laboring over it, and I always get very anxious about it because I'm very competitive and I want to win. Because it's your job. <laughs> I want to win. Uh, and also, there are all these people out there who do the um, stats, you know, and they just, they, this is the first time this has happened, and this is the first time you've ever had that. And I sometimes read them and I go, oh, yeah, that's really intelligent. And I sometimes read them and go, that is completely irrelevant. It has no impact on, on the way Oscar voters uh, think and feel uh, at all. For example, I don't think any Oscar voters are particularly um I mean, there may be some, but but most of them are not worrying about putting Spider-Man on there to get a good rating. At, oh my at, god! At, at Enough with the freaking Spider-Man Best Picture conversation. Not like, worrying about that. Get them They're to do some Spider-Man stunts at the show. It doesn't need to be in there. It wasn't the Best Picture. It wasn't anywhere close. I enjoyed it. It was fine for what it is. But let's be honest, we don't need to play these games. All right. So best international film. I'm going to say that Lunana, Yak in the Classroom, is going to get in. I've talked to a number of voters who have put it on there. That was a late-breaking one to kind of get in there because we hadn't been talking about it all year. And then all of a sudden, it's like, everybody's like, oh, did you see the Yak movie? So I watched it. And there is definitely a yak in the classroom. The subtitle does not lie. It's a, <laughs> it's a very weirdly like accessible little it's drama. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but it, but it's not you know earth shattering from a narrative standpoint. It's just taking you to a, to this remote part of the world that most people were not familiar with. And he you know, actually tackles a few different things. You know, not only the the sort of fish out of water uh, of the unenlightened urban dweller attached to their phone and and to conventional uh, 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 notions of what a career would be, but but uh, to put that guy in this in this extraordinarily remote uh, community and yeah. and show how what matters to them, what their yeah. values are. Um, and what and what living in that way is really like. And he knows the filmmaker, I interviewed him, he knows that even that world is threatened. They're going to bring in electricity. They're going to bring in um, the internet. It's not going to last much longer. And there's something really powerful about that. Anyway, fleas in the category, which is good. What else you got? Hand, Hand of God. God, a hero and drive my car. The, the, Pretty straightforward. The one that's not on here is that's likely here instead. It will replace one of these films, is Worst Person in the World, which is hugely popular. So, so what does it replace in? Because you might want to. That's what I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't want to lose either, any of these five. It could replace Lunana. It could that replace would be the Flea. One. People might say, "Okay, Flea's getting into documentary." I don't know. Um, right, hard to think see. about it in all these other or categories. Or they might say a hero has 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 won before. Farhadi has won twice before. All right, documentary. That's an interesting one. There's some obvious front runners, but also quite a few question marks in terms of. And, and I'm really fascinated by your choices. So so break it down. Well, I do have Flea as a strong contender, and mm. um, I picked in the same breath uh, from Nam Fu Wong because I think she's. Uh, overdue. And that movie tackles both the COVID crisis uh, very early on in, in the uh, in the pandemic, 
uh, and China, and with a personal story uh, involving her her own child. And she goes up against the Chinese government um, in a way that is truly um, daring and brave. So you could argue that the last wave, Matt Heineman, does all first of wave. that. I mean, I think wave. the first the first wave. That, so I'm sort of it surprised. It doesn't do all of that. It does part of it. Well, they're they're two very different movies in certain ways. I mean, in the same breath is more about the media and, and this like kind of shocking parallel between the way that the Western and Eastern media covered COVID through a propagandistic lens. Whereas first wave is this like intense verite hospital movie. She has but some the, of that too. It has some of that, but this one is like lives in that world in such a shocking it's one way. thing. It's one yeah. very specific thing done very, very well. I'm yeah. just betting that people who watch these films are going to recognize that in the same breath covers several facets of that story instead of one. But why not both? When people say like you can only have one, you can only vote for one. I don't one know COVID. why. There was a year where there were two Syrian films, The Cave mm -hmm. and yeah. another one. There was a year where mm -hmm. they did that. For Sama. Um, uh, that's right. So the, the Rescue is a very popular movie. Yeah, that seems uh, like a no-brainer. Flea is a very popular movie. If I'm confident about its inclusion in, in, in its three different... I'm wondering if, the, if Flea doesn't have a better chance of getting into the best picture race than it does the best animation race. But That's we'll a twist see. nobody saw coming. <laughs> yeah, really. But So Summer Soul is going to win. I'm pretty confident about that. Yeah. Um, and then Attica... The reason I'm putting Attica here, and this is not the one other people are choosing, um, is just that it's anyone I've talked to who's actually seen the movie has been so gobsmacked by the content that is revealed of what really happened, the video content behind the scenes, the extraordinary uh, torture and mistreatment. Uh, yeah. Uh, of the, of the and also a really well-respected filmmaker. I mean, that matters, too. Right, not there overexposed. Two of them. There's right? a young one yeah. and an older one, Stanley Nelson. Yeah, yeah, that's who I was talking about. Yeah. Um, so animated feature, you, you're you're thinking Flea might get crowded out in this particular case, among I other do reasons. think so, um, mm -hmm. because and I, one thing that's going on with that is that all the precursors, uh, the the Annie nominations, um, and all the different guilds that cover animation, which includes visual effects. Um, and editing um, and directing, you know, they all have the same five. I don't, I'm not, I'm bucking it, but the same five are the Mitchells, Raya, Encanto, uh, Luca, and Sing Too, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm like saying, maybe not Sing Too. Maybe it's Bell. Maybe they put 1G kids on there. Should we jump ahead? Well, there's so many craft categories. I wonder, I do so you want to? I'm going to, I'm going to do, uh, there's a way to do this quickly. Okay. Best visual All effects yours. and, and sound and, uh, score production. and production mm -hmm. design. We don't have, to, it, it doesn't matter what gets nominated. They're all going to be won by Dune. <laughs> Dune <laughs> One Dune to, to rule them all. Dune is going to destroy everyone and no time to die gets song. I'm pretty sure. Uh, you're Billie Eilish. Keeping up um, a long-standing tradition for Bond films. So. Right. And then, you know, makeup of, and hairstyling. Dune is a strong contender. Cruella is a strong contender. Gucci, strong. Suicide Squad, strong. But it, most people seem to think it'll be the eyes of Tammy Faye, kind of like, uh, you know, the, the, the Jessica Chastain's nomination and the makeup and hairstyling go together the way Charlize Theron 
uh, did with. It's kind uh, of interesting because it's like movie. much. The, I mean, the, it is shocking to see her oh, in that movie. Kelly movie, whatever that woman's name. Bom- was. Bombshell. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is sort of like a bombshell situation, but it, and it's shocking to see Jessica Chastain at first as that character. But it is ironic that the movie with compared to Dune or Cruella or House of Gucci or Suicide Squad, which are also on your prediction list, uh, you know, it's like much subtler compared to those. But uh, it seems like, you know, people are most very responsive to what they've done there. So it's it, you know. that's a hard category, uh, but that's 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 Andrew that's, Garfield does look a little silly, though. I have to say when he gets older, I didn't quite buy that. But it's really about that thing. one. Yeah, it's about one. her. Because there's so much going on there and she ages and she goes through different yeah. decades and yeah. it's all part of the performance yeah. and she brings a certain kind of sympathy to it. Um, all right. Then you have editing. Now, editing is kind of interesting. Um, I would I would vote if it were me and I'm a huge Dune fan, but I would vote for Hank Corwin. I, because as far as I'm concerned, he made Don't Look Up as good as it is. You know, With all these different okay. storylines and stuff. But I mean, there are some people who think that it's it's really messy. I mean, like I did moderate an event with Adam McKay where people were asking him about these like really jagged editing styles where it's like something, someone's like in the middle of shouting or whatever and he just like cuts the silence. I love all that it. shit. No, I, I mean, I like great. that too. It's very new wavy. But you're right. You might way. have people who don't, who don't approve. Let's see, what did the ACE go for? ACE is Belfast, Power of the Dog, Dune, Licorice Pizza, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Tick, tick, boom. And believe it or not, the French dispatch. Interesting. Well, people are responsive to movies that have a lot of different storylines and characters they have to juggle. I think that having licorice pizza on here is kind of fascinating in that respect because it's like an anthology like French dispatch with all these different characters and storylines and stuff. And, you know, it's yeah. An anthology? Of sorts. I mean, in the no, sense that it's one well, it's story like, of one. No, movie. I bet I don't know. I mean, it's one character who's a through line, but there she goes through. I mean, or two. Yeah, you could argue two characters. It's about their relationship. Yeah, yeah, it's their relationship. I mean, she feels more prominent to sometimes me. Sometimes they go off with her, and sometimes yeah. they go off yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah, which is true. Um, Licorice Pizza is a very strong contender. Let's not let's not mis- mince words. It is doing very well. Um, mm-hmm. And with minimal, relatively That's minimal right. campaigning it's a low by budget, a relatively yeah. uh, small story, not a big scale and scope, and yet everyone recognizes how incredibly well directed it is yeah. and written. I think that's going to win adapted. I mean, original screenplay. I think. Um, so the editing is Dune, Don't Look Up, Power of the Dog, Licorice Pizza, and West Side Story. I might go in there and worry about West Side Story and see what else could go in there instead. But if it's in, it makes sense that it's in. I mean, that's it's not un, totally unreasonable to think that a movie like this would attract votes in that respect. It's more likely to get in with the Academy, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, costume design, Cruella is the front runner with Dune, Spencer, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. And Spencer is is a weak link here. I, I might remove that. I might say that's not going to get in. Hmm. Well, um, it fits the, uh, the the period piece vibe that seems to be a trend here. So, you Well, know. the period's always strong in the costume category. It's just that nobody seems to like Spencer. It, it really is a big whiff. We like it. We well, like that it. doesn't mean the Academy does. <laughs> I know it's very um, strange. The conversation. It's, a, it's that an movie. interesting question. I'm going to cinematography though. 
Wow, what a what a fascinating set of movies that you have on here. You still you're still feeling like Nightmare Alley has that along with the other crafts. Yeah, the, the, there's a lot there. of so if you look at the ASC list, you have um, you have Belfast, which is black and white. You have Power of the Dog, which is stunning, and it's Ari Wegner who did get a BAFTA nomination, and the first one uh, for a woman apparently. Um, and then you have Dune. Uh, which is a is the front runner and is likely to win, and Nightmare Alley and Tragedy of Macbeth, another big black and white. So the support Tragedy of Macbeth is weaker uh, than a lot of the other movies. It hasn't been getting a lot, but it has been getting cinematography and mm -hmm. set design. Um, yep. Uh, those are the strengths that it would make uh, sense. But it's inter it was interesting that Belfast wouldn't get in there. Uh, of, you know, as another black and white movie that even if, you know, I think it has a bit of a digital thing going for it that some people don't like, but you would think that it's still got that momentum going, but two black and white movies, I don't know, maybe that's it's a very interesting question of where Belfast really is, you know, it could be one of those movies like, um, David O. Russell's American Hustle right that gets a bunch of nominations and then doesn't win anything it could be the best picture winner i mean there are reasons to think it's apparently it it, it has just opened overseas and it's been doing really good business overseas and if there's evidence that if it were in theaters it would be doing really well so hmm. some of these movies are missing you know that extra bump Oof that they would get you know, yeah. perceived uh, as a big hit you know i've always believed that king richard would have benefited from that in a way all right we, we got some major categories here so let's do sc the two screenplay, right. screenplay and adapted screenplay i'm pretty confident that uh licorice pizza is going to win original followed by king richard belfast don't look up and being the ricardos um, and that adapted is the power of the dog, Coda, Drive My Car, and Dune. But West Side Story could be vying, and Dune could be vying with uh, Lost Daughter. Hmm. Um, and she got the BAFTA nomination. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got the sense early on that Lost Daughter had a lot of momentum for best. A adapted. lot of people would have Lost Daughter on this list, and I'm going to weigh that carefully when I make my decision, my mm -hmm. final decision, because I think Kushner may be vulnerable here. Mm -hmm. And right. And I mean, we do know it. what that is, what West Side Story is. It's got quite a life pre Kushner. So that would be the vulnerability, right? Exactly right. You know, so, I all right. admire what he did. I think it's perfectly valid. I think he did a great job, but what I think doesn't matter. No, sometimes it does. But let's get into performances. <laughs> no, sometimes it does. Sometimes you say things and it affects how voters vote. I mean, that's just the part of the part of the process. You know? I'm picking up on this weakness for West Side Story, and it's, a, it's yeah. I, I wish I understood exactly. It's partly what you've said, but there's uh, it's it's interesting. Okay, so BAFTA revealed something which was today, which I always thought would be the case that Karen Hines in the end would win out over Jamie Dornan in supporting hmm. actor. That's what happened in the BAFTA race. Hmm. Um, they went with Troy Kotzer and Cody Smith McPhee, and they added, instead of Jared and Bradley, remember these are juries again, they added Jesse Plemons. Mm. So they had two Power of the Dogs in here. And mm. uh, Jared, he'll get in, I think. Uh. 
And I think so annoying. I think I mean, I, he seems rap. like a, a good guy, but that performance is so ridiculous. I'm curious to see how this plays out. And then on um, on Troy Kotzer, though, that's very cool. We got just to I say am so that's, thrilled. That's just I, I a think cool Otis thing. Bit, great McPhee is the is the lead. You know, is the also lead. very cool. He's super young guy. Yeah. You know. Uh, doing something really challenging. They're going to be bringing him in and making him work the room and everything now that things are lightening up. So best supporting actress. I am a big fan of Ariana DeBose, and this could be the big win for West Side Story, even if it's not winning other other things. Kirsten Dunst left out. I mean, DeBose got the the BAFTA one and and SAG. So it's 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 a I'm pretty sure she got SAG. And then um, Kirsten got SAG, but she got left off of BAFTA, but that doesn't mm. mean anything. Nega, of course, got into BAFTA. She's Irish. She's local. She's good. And it's Rebecca Hall, who's the writer-director, who's British. So that makes sense. And then um, Anjanou Ellis got into uh, BAFTA. She did not get to SAG, but I'm p- confident she's going to get to Oscars and Katrina Balfe got in. She's getting in everywhere, so she's hmm. she's still good to go. All right. And they well, added Anne Dow. Go. They added uh, the woman from Mass. Yeah, I mean that's that could be an interesting surprise, but this I think your picks make sense here. Oh yeah, they put in Jesse Buckley for the Lost Daughter. Mm. They did have six. They had six nominees. Well, we'll see what happens here. I think. Yeah. Uh, the Ariana DeBose versus, say, Kirsten Dunst versus Ruth Nega, that feels like a very powerful trifecta there. So we'll I can see, see that part Dunst of it is still, is still a factor, and I think. And then Best Actor, Will Smith and Benedict Cumberbatch got in, um, and they replaced uh, Denzel Washington, who was a SAG nominee, Garfield SAG nominee, and Bardem SAG nominee. They replaced mm-hmm. those three with their own uh, suggestions. They put Leonardo DiCaprio in, which mm. could happen. I mean, he's he's hovering on the cusp there. He could he could it seems like a, that would be a surprise. I'm not I'm confident that Andrew Garfield will get into the Oscars. Um, and then uh, they put in Mahershala Ali, who's very good in Swan Song and has had nah. an incredible record of Oscar wins and Emmy wins and and SAG wins. So, you know, he can't be completely discounted, but I don't think he That's will in a, this case. Not convincing. How many people right. saw that movie and are really talking about it? I mean, no, he's respected. I agree but... with you. Uh, All right, actress. Okay. Let's talk about actress. So they left <laughs> Back out to the Coleman. Gaga question. I think Coleman is going to win. I, I do. Mm-hmm. I never believed that Nicole Kidman was the front runner mm-hmm. in this category. I think she'll get nominated. I think Coleman will get nominated. I think Stewart and Chastain and Gaga will all get nominated. The question of who wins Best Actress, I think, I think it could be Coleman. But Gaga will have some wind in her sails from from no, it's, BAFTA. <laughs> it's a, the, argue, the reason why the argument makes sense is because this weird Kristen Stewart issue where she's not getting all these nominations. And if you were looking at the category as you're laying out with Gaga, Chastain, Stewart, Kidman, Coleman, if you don't like Kristen Stewart, it makes a lot of sense that you probably still like Coleman over some of these other options. That's it. Make, just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I, I just don't think that Alana Haim, as much as I adore her, or Amelia Jones of Coda, or Renate Rensvi of Worst Person in the World, or Joanna Scanlon of After Love, or Tessa Thompson of Passing, I just don't think any of those people are going to get nominated by the Oscars. There's an argument about Worst Person in the World, though. 
It's a but it doesn't theory. work with you because it's, it's not even on your international predictions. I actually so. said it might get in there. Um, we're, I like the movie. I don't dislike it at all. And I think she's the best thing about it. And if it's as popular as everybody says, she could sneak in instead of Penelope Cruz, who is the one hovering uh, over the best actress category who could replace Chastain or Stewart. I, it, it could happen. All right, let's talk about all these dudes who are going to lose to Jane Campion because that's a, okay. That's so a the fun dudes one. that are going to lose to Jane Campion, in my view, include BAFTA nominee Ryusuke Hamaguchi, amazing, um, Paul Thomas Anderson, and Denis Villeneuve. They are locks in my view. I really believe mm. that. Branagh is the one who could lose it out, uh, uh, or or Spielberg. I'm leaving Spielberg off of this list, but I. Belfast is looking very strong and he's an actor that people are fond of and have affection for. So he, he, and he has a personal story to tell. It's a good story. I, so I'm, I, but the, but the, the directors are tough, you know, they don't always, and suppose he loses, suppose Kenneth Branagh loses and doesn't get in. Then he has sympathy behind him for best mm. picture race. The way Argo well, that, did. well, yeah, I was going to say the Argo Boina comparison is, is strong with this one but interesting too because belfast is not an argo type of movie by any stretch it's not for everyone it doesn't play to all sensibilities it's a totally different kind of category of experience so if you're just talking about pure sympathy card i get it but that's like sort of where the comparison ends so we'll have to argue about that if that happens and see and see where we wind up but you're putting him on the list so you think he's gonna get it so um he's on yeah. my list yeah yeah all right, I'm the feeling, big one. I'm feeling bad for Steven Spielberg. Okay, so uh, best picture, because I love West Side Story. I, I'm an enormous West Side Story fan. So um, best picture. I'm ten putting movies. in 10th place. Being the, So remember, they're voting for 10 this time. They've never, they haven't had to do this for a long time. It is, it is a, it is a usually five and then they figure out what the 10, you know, how many have enough strength to make it to six, seven, eight, nine preferential ballot thing. This is, there's a full 10, and that means other movies can rise up. So you have Being the Ricardos, Tick, Tick, Boom, Licorice Pizza, Coda, West Side Story, Don't Look Up, Belfast, Dune, King Richard, and my first choice, Power of the Dog. So you think Power of the Dog is still the front runner at this juncture? I am um, not going to make that call uh, until... Uh, I see the nominations. <laughs> but you're uh, kind of saying it. I mean, it's look, it's really best picture along. comes to a question of zeitgeist. It comes mm -hmm. to what's the movie that captures the year, that captures the way people feel. You could argue that it's Belfast. People, mm -hmm. uh, a family uh, under assault from outside, uh, shaken at the foundations. But you know, argue don't look up, which is basically about everybody denying that a pandemic is happening. Don't or look up. Whatever. It's a very popular movie. Don't get mm -hmm. me wrong, and I'm very fond of it. But a comedy like Don't Look Up, a satire like that, some people like it, some people don't. Uh, it's not gravitas of a best picture. Even if he's trying to sell the environmental message uh, hard, which he is, it's still it's still a, a funny movie. Um, and they rarely make it to Best Picture. And Dune, which is the, by far the most extraordinarily crafted movie of the year, is is mm -hmm. is, and it's going to win so many Oscars. But it, they don't make they don't put movies like Dune 
in the best uh, picture win category. And King Richard does have a lot of the elements, but yes. it has it's missing it's missing crafts. You know, King mm. Richard is aspirational and wonderful, but it's missing more of a crafts. spotlight type of movie in so that we, respect. I think right? I neglected to mention Will Smith. I mean, he really is likely to win. I think for best actor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We, we talked a bit about Best Actor, but you didn't say who was actually going to win. So I'm glad you doubled back because, but that is valuable information in terms of its prospects in the Best Picture category too. Yeah, because, it, because you producer. can have a Lincoln that has a huge number of nominations and then it's yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis and art direction that end up winning. Right, that's it. That's you know. it. All right. Um, well, we've gone on a long time. So next <laughs> week we'll have actual nominations to talk about. You'll have your like complete picks at some point on IndieWire. On IndieWire. Check, check your listings. But I mean, there. I just, I gotta say, I love, it feels like this has been a really long journey just to get to nominations morning. And this I love the that time we're of there. year where I do get weary. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's one last burst to the finish line. Always fun to do it with you. And so I'll see you next you week. Too, when we can talk, talk it all through. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.